Hey, it's Justin. And before we jump into today's podcast, which by the way, you are going to love, I mean, we're talking wine. We've got Adobe Rhodes Winery on Kevin Buckler, who many of you probably know because he used to be a racing star, like amazing guy, um, amazing growing winery and brand. I mean, when you check out their packaging, I mean, oh my God. But listen, he's offering 20% off for your first order with them. So make note of that. And as you're listening to the podcast and checking out their website, just know you can ask for that in your order and you'll get 20% off your first order with them. So check it out. Enjoy today's podcast. Remember, every winner started as a contender. Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann, the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. And let me just tell you, <laughs> I mean... I love doing this show for so many reasons, but I mean, I, I was really looking forward to the um, recording today and the, the interview and, and just in the time we spent together before I even hit record, I can already tell we're going to have a blast. And on the podcast today is Kevin Buckler. Uh, man, he is the CEO of Adobe Rhodes Winery. I can't even wait. We're talking wine, but we're going to talk about race cars too. Some of you probably know him because he's like a, just a star in this space. So Kevin, so great to have you on the podcast. Woo woo! Thanks for having me on, man. And everybody, thank you so much. I love it, man. So great that you're here. Um, I'm an energy person, and I, I did I did my homework on you, and I could tell, and I read that you were really an energy person, and I validated it in the first 14 minutes of our discussion today. <laughs> Big time! <laughs> so hilarious. That's the only way it works, man. man. It is, doesn't who it? Who wants Who wants low energy? No. Well, I definitely don't. Some people, I think, I don't know, fall into that trap. But we won't go there. All right. So, um, man. Okay, we're gonna talk wine. I actually got to sample some. I've got three bottles here, and I've already I'm halfway through the first. I, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, it's always nice to be able to try a product before getting on and do an interview. Um, but Kevin, you. You're a race car guy. Like, okay, so those who don't know Kevin Buckler, he began his professional career as a race car driver, okay, in 1995 by winning the California Grand Prix in his Porsche 911. And he had 100 more victories after that. Oh my God, dude. Like, what? How, okay, how did you get into <laughs> racing? Let's start there. Okay, okay. So, real quick, there was a previous life with real estate development, and I was back <laughs> in the Midwest, and I sold the company. I was young in my 20s, and I, my favorite girl, I said, you want to come back with me? And she's a rock star. And so, she came back to California, <laughs> and I said, if I ever work that hard again, I want to do it around something I love, man. I love cars, and I love wine. And so, we started the company. And you know, that joke is, you know, the, stu the stupid joke is, how do you make a small fortune in racing? Yeah. Yes. You start with a you start with a big one, <laughs> and that same one <laughs> nice. goes. That same joke goes to the wine business. I'm like, what knucklehead picks both businesses? But we were really good at picking, you know, our spot and being learning how to be risk averse and learning all the challenges. And I think the best thing ever was that I started in motorsports and went to wine, not the other way around. Because you know, we came into we came into the wine world with a serious competitive attitude. Sure. Where I think the wine business is a little different. Anyway, short story. Yeah, great, I love great that. start. Okay. Do you miss racing? For. Do you miss racing though? I, or you know, like, I, what is that I, world I, for you? I actually, yeah. I actually really, I don't say I don't miss it, but it doesn't kill me because in those years, in 95 through like 01, we're getting started, but 02, 03, 04, oh my God. And we nailed it and, and nailed it <laughs> in the sense I never even imagined. We won Le Mans. We got invited to, we, we, 
we got invited to Daytona. We won Daytona. We won Le Mans. We were like the full underdog story. Oh and my so I think god! I, and I'm a hum, I'm humble. Right. I mean, I'm the quarterback, but I got a great team, so it's the same thing. It just really worked well. And then this last week, we were at Daytona getting honored, and NBC did a content piece on us about the 2003 victory, which Amazing. we won the race overall, but from the GT class. So all that stuff. I guess I checked my boxes to answer your question. I'm cool. <laughs> now we're on to version 3.0. Let's make something happen. Oh my god. World. Okay, so I love wine. There's a lot of great. I'm sure a lot of our listeners love wine, and. Um, you know, so I, I did again homework on Adobe Road. So, how did you decide hey, I'm going to go get into the wine business after doing racing? Yeah, so we were already in the business. We had a little fun group, a little hobby winery going on. We're making a little Zin, a little Cab, a little Pinot. But I was more serious, and so I bought out my old partners. My wife's like, "Hey, hey. it's like it's like owning it's like owning a yacht or a racehorse. Once you own it, you have to feed it." Right. So of we course. fed it. We fed it for a while, and then what happened was a group of the people who had supported us on the on the racing side, who had sure. done well, also they you know high end, high net worth clients, and uh, they said, "Look, we're looking at getting in the wine business." And we, you know, looked around and don't really trust any of these documents. What are you and Deborah going to do, my wife? And so I said, <laughs> well, I've been beating my beat my head on the pit box for 25 years. What do you think? And like, well, what do you think? Well, what do you think? Oh, my and so gosh. They said, come back to us with a plan and we will fund you. And so I did. And the plan was not what they expected. You know, Napa, Sonoma. Uh, hell no. I mean, Petaluma, <laughs> California is the hottest little town in all of Northern California. It's the first city you cross into across 101. Sure. It used to be, just for reference, before the Golden Gate Bridge, everything came there because it went to rail, it went to ship and went to rail and left. Well, it's it's got a little bit of a feel of Austin, Texas 15 years ago. For American sure. Graffiti was filmed there along with about 75 other movies and we bought a piece of property uh, right downtown eight years ago before the big resurgence and son of a gun if that wasn't a good bet. So now we're building a humongous winery but we're doing wow. more. I mean, we're on the road doing events and uh, I know we'll get into the racing series in a minute but sure. it's, it's a really dynamic and fun business and it, it, it attracts a lot of really cool people. I'm sure. It's got to be an amazing network on top of your already built network in the racing world. Um, so, okay, it, within the wine space, so help us understand not everyone has owned a winery and not everyone understands kind of the business of it, but do you go after a certain varietal? Do you have to buy the grapes? Are you growing? Like, what, How did you think about that early no, days? All, all you know? good questions. Yeah. I think to learn how to be risk averse and to be like a serious, like lethal competitor over here in the wine world, a lot of people from the wine world don't think that way, but I do from racing. We're competitive. And so I want to, I want to win with my team. So we Adobe Road makes oh gosh 14 or 15 different wines. We have a huge wine club. Check us out online. And uh, our wine club is awesome because we have um, a lot of good reasons nobody ever drops. It's a customized club. Amazing. And then I got approached by these guys about, hey, you know, the year that happened with the with the investors, they said you know, this prisoner thing happened. And for those listeners and, you know, right. podcast folks that know about prisoner, oh my God, this this kid, Dave Finney, stumbles into this $285 million. <laughs> and I'm like, now I'm leaning forward on my skis. I'm right. Like, All right. I want to know more about that. So, um, and <laughs> we started, uh, we started another brand. And the brand we started was around um, the, the lady who runs, who ran that program for them, was giving me a lot of crap. And she's going, like, quit worried about the story. You've got the story. Just played around motorsports. My God, half my clients are car clients. Totally. So we started a brand called the Racing Series and cool packaging, unbelievable good scores. Good wine. Yeah, we have six of them now. We have a few surprises coming up. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, and so aside from, we'll talk about flavor and, and mix and whatnot in just a moment, but like the first thing that stuck out to me when I 
got the product was the packaging. Now, all of you listening are like, wait, it's a wine bottle. And yes, but they're like, you've put metal on there, like cool plates on one. <laughs> and then another has this cool, like, um, yeah. emblem, emblem floating off of it. And one's got like this guy, like a, like, like, a, like almost like a compass on the front. Like, it's amazing. So yeah. how did you decide the, to the, do that? I mean, that's gotta yeah, cost, first, right? I, I am the creative guy and I cannot draw a stick figure, but I knew this stuff would be relevant. So we did a moving metal tachometer on our first bottle right. called red lining. That's the one I've been it, drinking. Correct direction. It tips into the red like a tack. Right. Everyone loves it. And it's not so expensive. Cool. It's $45 retail. The next one's called shift and it's got a gated Ferrari shifter and a pop top that you pull off. Last night I was at a big event here in Tampa and I handed the, the little pop top to it. It's got a five seat so shifter. Cool. It's heavy. Yeah. It to it's a couple like, young, young guys and young gals. You know, it's nice. Yeah, and I looked at him. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can you actually drive an H pattern as an H shifter? And they're like, uh, no. I said, give me that back. You don't even get, you don't even, you're not worthy. So we were kidding, of course. And then we have the 24. Anyway, we make, we make six now. And uh, they're all around our motorsports background. Very authentic. Authenticity is in our, in our blood. And uh, everyone loves the wines. It's been great. So that's our, we're going to ramp that baby up. So, okay. And how does that work from a, a, packaging and production perspective um I'm, we're, we're jumping ahead of like talking about the actual wine itself but like how, does that does it all get applied to the bottle somehow in the process like where does that happen like all the cool little extra stuff in the in sure. terms of manufacturing sure and, and and good questions and like our, our whole program here is so much deeper than you know a little winery waiting for you to show up i mean we are on the road i'm here in tampa st pete uh pontevedra and vero beach for the next five nights doing wine dinners with incredible people so we go out in the market i have a mobile winery rig during covid wow. everyone's like kevin we'd love to have you but we can't travel i got i got this we built a 40 foot custom uh triple axle fifth wheel that has you open up the doors the barrels fall out oh the, the redwood table falls out the flat screens go on the side and the ra- and the race car comes out the back and we're in the country club parking lot having a little uh, social oh that's so, so cool that's, <laughs> we're doing that all over the country and but, is that um, to build awareness yeah. for your for your brand and also to get it distribution is. how does is that how you're thinking about it oh good 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 ones good questions all of those things i mean for the distributor you know we're still small there's right. a lot of big dogs that you know can afford to give them extra commissions and vacations or whatever it is. We just can't, but we stand on our quality and all of a sudden people are waking up and also the margins are good. Prices aren't, aren't cheap. They're not a lot. They're not a little, um, sure. but yeah, we're doing this all over the country. We have 20 or 30 States we're in right now, but Florida is one of our best and Southern is our distributor down here, which is great. Yep. Southern and Blazer. to answer your original question, yep. we, we actually just, really decided to kind of go all in on that packaging side and people i was it, w- it was more than i expected people loved it oh my god it's the kind of bottle you want to keep like i don't know you know what i mean it's just got such it's got weight to it it's just substantial. that's the problem i found out <laughs> from more friends and celebs and i'm like i see them somewhere they're like oh my god i got one of your bottles kevin is so sure. cool i got the four pack gift box and i'm thinking we'll say something on your social media channel you right. know whatever they're, they're like i oh, know i'm not gonna drink it I know. I don't even want to open the one with the blue top, like because it's got the cool discs hanging off it, and I'm like, I don't want to ruin it, like, but I am going to. It's a good cab. It looks really yummy. Well, for any of your um, listeners, anybody <laughs> that wants to order wine, I will offer a twenty percent. Oh my god! Even if they don't join the wine club, that's on the spot right now. A twenty percent oh discount god. for anything you want to buy, and we're not discounters. But the point right. is, 
drink the wines, enjoy the wines, oh, and so replace good. them. And I'm it's cool with us. So, <laughs> so then, okay, how do you think about volume? So it's one thing to to have um, you know capacity to meet needs of a wine club. It's another to get into all of the major wine and liquor stores and whatnot. How do you manage that scale? How do you think about that? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So Adobe Road, these are long term contracts with from everything from the oh gosh the Knights Valley uh, Sauvignon Blanc all the way to the Cabernet to the big dog Andy Beckstoffer's Napa Cab so the wines we are drinking now are from two or three years ago and not Got much it. we can do to facilitate change that's about 7,500 cases and a lot of that gets sucked up by our wine club Got it. we make 15 wines the other wine called the Racing Series was built to scale, like Prisoner. Got so, it. So you know, we buy we buy ultra premium bulk fruit, and then I I jokingly said last night at the dinner I done a microphone. I said we genetically engineer these wines. So like the Apex <laughs> is our top cab, but it's everyone loves so good. Of course, high end group. They all went back to it because. I got a little petite Syrah, right. got a little Cabernet Franc, <laughs> put a little Syrah. Garrett and I go back and forth, and finally, when we high five each other, we're like, all right, let's put it in a bottle. And so, <laughs> you know, we make these blends to a certain edict, like the Shift, which is a Zinfandel based blend, which most I call that the riding changer for the grapes. Most people don't order it, but when they do it with a little bit of a dose of Tempranillo and some petite Syrah, it's freaking delicious. And then, of course, the packaging's nice. So it is amazing. Yeah, that's, that one's built to scale. Got it. And then how do you think about um, new lines or new, like you said, you're the creative guy on that. So like, have you already thought about potential other, you know, ads to the racing series or reading, other? You have know. you been reading my notes or what? How did you get in, inside <laughs> right? my computer here? I mean, you're not right. a guy that sits will, around will, with the status quo. Like, you know, you're not just going to go no. you're thinking of the next thing already, I'm sure. Or some maybe didn't work. I will share. No, I'll share with you and your viewers. We raised all of our funding, our equity funding. So the partners that are involved in racing, uh, that are involved in the winery, that are equity funding. But the construction financing, we still do. People loan us money to build the building. But we will do a new round of equity shortly because da -da 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 -da, we're about to start a golf series. What? And I mean, oh my we'll, God. We'll ki that we'll kill it. Instead so of the red cool. line, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of the red line tipping like that, it's going to have like a big old honking stainless steel one wood driver. Oh and at the God. bottom of the circle will be a ball. And it's in the funny part is from a business perspective, we can use the same award-winning wines, just change the packaging. Right. And um, yeah, in in a in a positive and humble way, we know people in high places in the golf world and it's ten times bigger than motorsports. So oh my God. We'll probably hence, launch that hence why you're heading to the TPC Sawgrass tournament this weekend. Um exactly. <laughs> right. that's so great. Um Wow. Now, what about in terms of thinking about if you think uh, over time how you've grown this brand? How important has been you know partners that have worked with you in building it? Um, you know, and what what part are you best at versus those partners? Yeah, you know, when I got out of the car, I realized that one of the secret sauces of what we've got here is the business development aspect, and I know you guys are big on that. And I mean, you know, most people, other teams, don't get it or aren't. Or the principal isn't even, you know, whatever, what say smart enough or in tune enough or cares enough about saying, like, I, I had 100 people, 50 people that could come to this event and they're all high end, totally you know, private wealth, private banking, Silicon Valley tech guys, or anybody. And let's put them all together and have some totally. fun. Well, that's what we do. We are the big connectors. You said that earlier yeah, on. Absolutely. And I've seen the biz dev side of things. So here I'll make a big statement. You know, we've, um, I have a couple of my rocking partners who are on it and they're like, Kevin, I've, you know, I'm involved with everything you guys are doing. I mean, literally, if there was ever a Facebook model or opportunity, you guys are doing it. You've got this crazy world of racing, fans, friends, you know, success, and it's spinning. 
fast. And you've got this crazy world of the winery, the investors, the high-end partners spinning fast. And those two worlds collide here. And I call it I call it the black hole of awesomeness. But um, that's, that's what we so do. Funny. And, we, yeah. and we, we just connect all these guys. And then, you know, the wealth management guy might do do some business with one of the clients and that's the so international, great. you know, lighting guy might meet someone else. And I, I hope they all do. That's so funny. Make a, make I love, a bad joke. Are you, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Make the bad joke. Oh, I, I can't someone, wait. Someone said, okay, yeah. Someone said, you're kind of, you're kind of like the Heidi Fleiss of the uh, of the modern day business world. I'm like, I don't know if that's good or bad, but it, it was a good black book, right? So. <laughs> Very nice. Um, no right. comment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> One thing I'll say though, we were before we hit record, we were talking. I mean, we, I mean, like I'm not kidding, guys. We were like often running or racing, no pun intended, um, talking about just the value of relationships and connecting people, and then like the value of connecting people that don't normally connect, and then you win. Like you, out of that comes amazing things that you help create, and then it, it yields all kinds of other positive energy. And we were just talking about that, and 100%. Man, it's just um, not everybody does that. 100%. And it's, man, it takes the right it. person. I um, love it. And I'm the quarterback, but some of the people that are within Snell, they actually helped do that. I'm doing a private dinner Friday night with some of my high-end partners that are driving from all over the state of Florida just to be together and to talk and have a good time. And they Small know group, it's going to be awesome. Eight people. Man, I love oh, that. Yeah. All, all good. How all else good. do you build brand? Um, do you guys have to do formal marketing or you know influencer marketing? or How, like, how are you getting the yeah. word out to get dry volume? All that stuff, you know, the way that the world changed with COVID. I mean, if if you were a hot brand, even going into that, the distributors, you know, bless their hearts, they're they're very lazy by nature. They're going to default <laughs> to whatever's easy and pays a commission. Sure. So building building a small brand up takes the same amount of effort of giving more attention to you know a Camus where they're going to make more money. But then again. Building a small brand, it was necessary. So there's this, there's this big debate going on within the distributor market. We need new hot brands. So we're in that space for sure. But we've got to put our hand up and squeak a little bit. But yeah, we're building the brand by, and that's what I love about what we do to avoid that trap about how do you, how do you make a small fortune in. So we have a wine club. We have a weekly team meeting every Monday with everyone on the phone. And then we decide what we're going to do for an e-blast, what's going Got out it. this week to promote something we're doing. And then we have tasting room in, in, in Petaluma, music every Friday and Saturday night. Big weekend, 20 grand for a big weekend. We're building a new facility. We're a year out. I'll have to send you the link if you don't have it or sure. ask Christine. I have got to send it to your to your listeners. Sure. We have the coolest. The way it works is a, a, a Chinese company. Uh, <clears throat> don't like going there, but um, Chinese company is very good at taking our 85 pages of plans and producing a white box for me to walk through. Got at it. that point, I design it. And we look at it as a tool for the team to think, what should we put in that window? But then I was like, dude, this, this is a sales tool. So we dressed it up nice, and I'll send you the link. It's freaking cool. As long as you like ZZ Talk, because that's what's playing. <laughs> so, um, <great. laughs> so we're here We're here in Florida doing mobile events with the mobile winery. Yep. So we do five or six different things to keep things going, quite different than the other guys. And I kind of laugh and look around. I'm like, you know what? You guys are kind of sleepy. I think we, Boring. I think we, I think we can. Right. I think we can take you. <laughs> so. Wow, I love. That sounds like a racing race person talking. Um. So uh, speaking of that, I always love to ask our guests some of their biggest lessons learned in launching a brand. But for you, I think I'll, I'm going to take a little different spin. It's like, what did you learn in your racing world? You've been able to apply here with this business. Ah, really, really great question. So I have something that I preach 
It's called the endurance racing mentality. And if I'm talking on a TED or a conference or New York life or whatever, I've learned this. And I said, here's what it is, guys. We were there in Daytona. We were there in Le Mans. We saw all the guys looking at their computers, bitching about your car's doing 179. Mine's 177. This is wrong. That is wrong. Everyone. So when you go to these big events, kind of like going to Vegas, (laughs) focus (laughs) on the bling. But the bling is what can take you down. So what you should look at first is understand the model and study what can take you down. And in endurance racing, don't go look at all that other shit. It will just it will it will it will mess with your head. <laughs> what can take you down? In endurance racing, it's seriously so simple. It's unforced errors. So okay. how and why do you make them? Why does a factory driver making $250,000 a year make an error driving into the corner and clip another car and take his entire team out? Totally. Because he's a knucklehead or, or because he wasn't thinking. So we promised ourselves at Le Mans that we would avoid that. And that was what won us the race. But I call that the endurance racing mentality. First and foremost, go to a big event, whatever it is, science class, go into you know, a math competition. First, go to the bottom and study what takes you out. Why are you not in the finals? What happens? Well, you made a stupid mistake. Let's let's shore that up. So that's my big lesson. Man, I love that. That's pretty cool. And it's something you can build into your model, right? Your operating model. Just like it's real. Oh, so cool. Um, all right. Before we go, share with our audience where to find you, connect with you. You gotta you, this is like, you know, by the way, episode one, we gotta get you back on as you continue to sure. grow this thing. I'm excited. Sure. Um but share with our audience all the social and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, and they all they all have little buttons you can click between. One's called the Racers with an S group.com. And the other one's called Adobe Road Wines with an S.com. And at the top of the screen on either of those, you can toggle between them. I can't wait till your listeners see the new project. There's a page on the new project. <laughs> I see and it. We're I see it on your website. 12 months out. Yep. Oh my God. It's, it's Looks amazing. You know, $14 million construction, $24 million total price, three stories. Uh, 15,000 square feet, 5,000 square foot upper flat deck, like a South Beach. I mean, you know, my uh, pedalum is hot right now, and there's no there's no places for banquets. And right. so I was like, we can it's do this. Perfect. And, so we, and on can, the water, yeah. too. Right on the water. Right on the water. Man, um, so excited for you, Kevin. So great having you here. Looking forward to staying in touch and um, having you back on. And man, I loved, um, we spent just like, uh, we touched on your story, but you he offered, offered some great advice. Really appreciate you being here with us. Of course, of course. And thank you for the honor and the privilege of sharing my time with your your listeners. I, I love it. Thank you. The Contender Cast is powered by Contender Brands and is the top global consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast. You can find additional Contender Cast episodes on worldwide podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.